0: While I'm thinking about my performance last night, so to quickly tell you about it, share what it is and what it was, and it was exciting. It really was. Um, About five months ago, I decided I wanted to tell stories. I'd been writing um, with a buddy of mine named Graham Isidore. I don't think he is on um, Anchor, but you can find him on other platforms. He writes for Vice. And he's just a great writer, really expressive, really creative, and he's a good friend. And he had been doing sit-downs with me talking about adventures that I'd been on when I sung in a rock band in the late 90s and early 2000s and traveled around the world. And I fought in a cage, ring or cage, nine times as a professional fighter, plus a few amateur fights and a few other things. So maybe into a dozen times I competed professionally or near-professionally. And uh, competed in amateur uh, tournaments. And so I have, I have um, interesting stories, I think, or he thinks. So we, he interviewed me and we chatted about them for Vice. And people seemed to really respond. Uh, there was one where I now commentate martial arts for a living. And I was in Russia. And uh, after this... Huge games called the World Combat Games with many, many, 18 different martial arts or more because there were variables of different types of martial arts. They would call it wrestling, but it would be Greco-Roman wrestling and freestyle wrestling and so on and so forth. Um, This sumo wrestler named Biamba, a very famous sumo wrestler, wanted to drink vodka with me. And there were many misadventures that happened from that. And so he had been transferring my stories, and we're friends now. And I thought, you know, it would be really fun to have a live show, a live performance, tell these stories. And so in September, I booked a show in Winnipeg, which is my hometown, central Canada. Booked a show, Robin Black Live, storytelling, philosophy, martial arts life, that sort of thing. And I had no show. And it was three months, three and a half months later. Called Graham. He said, yeah, let's do it. And we spent a few months getting a show together. Now it is March 1st today. It was February 28th last night. And I performed it for the third time. It was sort of a packed, close to sold out, seated venue, small, about 100 people on Queen Street. And, and the process of learning this, of going from, it was an idea that I wanted to do with a friend and some stories that existed in my mind, to me standing there last night and comfortably being able to tell them and circle around the stories and be present so I could respond to people um, cheering or laughing or offering up a response and, and innovate and, and come up with jokes or, or parts of the story that I'd never told before that were true but funny or expressed in different ways. that six-month period has just been a joy. It really has. And of course, it's fun when you have a a performance or you play piano. or And piano always seems to be one of my examples when I try to describe performance. It's not always fighting. It's not always, you know, it could be just doing your job or your passion or whatever. But to be able to perform comfortably and in ways that you can express yourself purely and with joy, it is such a a great feeling, and all it is is work. All it is is practice, work, deliberate practice. Practice is what makes the ability to perform high. You know, I I study fighting. And I'm asked about fighters and who will win and who won't. And the truth is, how well somebody punches or kicks or does any of their skills is great. But how well they do it in the moment, under pressure, in public, with with a lot on the line, with the truth of the consequences weighing over their heads, that's what matters. And just because you see a performer do it almost 100% of the time in the past doesn't mean they will tonight. And that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of performing. That's the beauty of taking risks. That's the beauty of putting yourself in a situation where you can fail. You drive yourself to train and improve and train and grow and train and get better at the act of getting better so that you can perform. And it was wonderful last night. It really was. It really, really was. But what I find myself thinking about today and hoping that I can express and I hope I was able to in any meaningful way here on Anchor, on my little channel, is the idea that it can be done. When you see somebody do something really well, there were once somebody who couldn't do it at all. Could have been a three-year-old or a four-year-old them, but it could have been them two years ago. You see anyone doing anything well, they once didn't know how to do it at all. And the only difference between them and you is they practiced really hard, they worked at it, they put themselves in a situation to fail and fail often, and learn from those failures adapt and grow and and i i guess the gist of what i'm thinking about today is all of those things and and this is i guess what i started when i started chatting about now 9 or 10 minutes ago was the idea i like to think across multiple disciplines i like to think wide sometimes because this conversation as we talk about how you grow and how you do all these things and how you observe other people who once couldn't do it Ultimately, it still comes back to that thing. The more you perform, and I mean under pressure, I mean when your kids are watching or when you have to do something well or when the stakes are up or when there is large payoff or consequences or outcome that will matter, you get better at that. You don't just get better at whatever that thing is, making coffee, making wonderful coffee, or being a great bartender, or throwing a party well, or doing your job, or driving. You don't just get better at that thing, but if you do it well enough, if you follow and learn and observe and enjoy the process, that process will carry over to everything you'll get better at packing your luggage and you'll get better at booking your flight and you'll get better at walking your dog and you'll get better at talking the getting better at one or two or three things makes the next things easier because the process of doing it is so similar and it all comes down to performing in the moment and some moments are incredibly mind-blowingly stressful you know and stress is a real thing those guys who try to land airplanes at the airport Um, Air traffic controllers, they have to do it 100% of the time under stress. You're fighting in a cage? Yeah, that's 100% of the time under stress. But the rest of the world doesn't have to do that, but it doesn't mean you can't perform at your best and improve the ability to improve your ability so that you can just always be performing. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. It's a real skill. It's a real developable skill. Anyways, moving day. As I mentioned earlier, I'm very excited My wife and I bought a house, our first house. Um, She's working in a town called Stratford, two hours from here. She's a theater performer, and she has to perform every single night. People pay money, and she has to perform every night. And she's rehearsing out there, so we got a very small house. She's going to be out there all season, and I'm going to be out there half the week. So maybe I will, you know, as I think about how to... Use Anchor and share ideas on this platform. Maybe this will be a nice one to be using out there. new place, new environment, new type of thinking, new way to share it. Anyways, who knows? The world is fluid. Life is fluid. Your ideas can change, and they should change as you get more information. Anyways, it's an exciting day, and I'm glad that uh, you um, took the time to listen to my thoughts. That really means a lot to me. Blackout.